We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're at, you're off work. Luckily for you, old Dirty Show and T-Mill had the latest for you. And the latest is the injury report is now out uh, for this game. The uh, The Chiefs, as I look at it, are, are pretty healthy. Uh, Kadarius Toney is the only one of their guys that was uh, limited in practice. Uh, but uh, McCole Hartman's another one to watch. He's been on IR for four weeks. He's another one. He has no designation at this point. But for the Texans, they've got more problems. You know, Wednesday is generally a day where they have some of their veterans have rest days, non-injury related. There's a couple there, Malik Collins, Mario Addison, uh, and then uh, Jerry Hughes as well. But if we roll down the list, importance, Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks, your two best wide receivers, starting wide receivers, they did not practice. Both of them missed last week's game. Justin McCray with the hamstring, Steven Nelson uh, with the foot, and uh, Damian Pierce with the ankle, who is expected to miss. Uh, Laramie Tunzel, hell, he, he was uh, he didn't practice with an illness. Uh, Lovey did feel like he, he'd be all right to, to get going. Uh, uh, then uh, limited in practice was Kenyon Green with an ankle, Kurt Hines with the shoulder, and then uh, uh, Roy Lopez with the hip as well. But the, these ones. The ones that jump out a couple, and I want to go here. You're facing one of the best passing games in football with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and, and that crew. And, Clint, right now, your two starting corners might not be available in this game. Right now, as they said, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. was practicing on a side field by himself, and then uh, and then Steven Nelson just did not practice, missed, or missed portions of that game last week with that foot issue. This is, this is a rough week to have to roll through without those guys. We're going to have to start, honestly, if we look up here tomorrow and see that those two didn't practice again, which I'm just – I'm Derek Stanley, you're on a side field. I don't think he's going to be back yet. But if those two are out, Clint, we're going to have to start looking up what the hell they got on the practice squad in the cornerback position because they are going to be very thin. Yeah, Jermon Smith will uh, be one corner. Des King will be the other. And and uh, Xavier Thomas, Thomas will be your, your nickel defender. Um, so, uh, and look, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that. I, I think I think Xavier's playing out of position. I think Des King at that point is playing out of position. But I'm, I'm pretty confident they can hold their own. I mean, they, they, they can at least stay on the field. Um, the problem is – now, I'm not saying with the Chiefs. I'm just saying generally speaking through it. You know, I think they can – I think they can – they can put together a decent – um, Lovey Smith secondary with, with that group right there. Now the problem is, is you're one injury away from again. Right. Again, I'm not even talking about Kansas City Chiefs being on the other side of the ball. You're one injury away from any team in the league being able to just go after the duck, right? If Tavier Thomas has to go to corner, then then you're all right with him in the slot. The, the slot, I'm, I'm a, well, I, I don't like him there either, especially against this team. However, I, I'm I'm good I'm good with it in this in this particular situation, but. Well, they're going to do some moving and shaking at the cornerback position. I imagine we'll hear about that sooner rather than later um, 
whether anybody has an injury or not. But with Steven Nelson and, and Derek Stingley Jr. down, they can't go into a game with what I just said being the game plan. I don't Damn. care if you I don't care who you're playing, much less if you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I got a couple for you here. I think it's worth noting your three best offensive players. Like if you had your top three um, offensive players for the Texans that carry the football or catch the football are all out. Damian Pierce, Brandon Cooks, and Nico Collins. That's also not good. I, I'll give you one outside here. Let's hear it. I was really impressed with Taylor Stallworth last week. Were you? They said Absolutely. Lovey said he was too. Is Absolutely. Session. Yeah. Jumped off the screen. Oh, that was a good pickup. J- jumped off the screen good. Several times, like flashed in, in, from the defensive tackle position, and you're like, well, who was that? Oh, that's – you had dreads, and he, I think he was wearing 90. 90. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's Taylor. You thought, Ross, you thought it was Ross Black? No, I knew it wasn't Ross. But but that that's uh, – I, I was I was pleasantly surprised with Taylor Stallworth last week. I, I thought it was a great pickup, great job getting him in the in the lineup. And he went out there and made plays. He appeared to be a man on a mission uh, to, to earn his keep. And, and Taylor Stallworth, I, I mean, I was looking forward to seeing him play more. Hopefully, he just limited in practice today. Hopefully, his calf – will get better and he'll be able to go on game day. So out, outside of the big names um, and guys that we know will be out, I, Taylor Stallworth is the guy that I hope gets healthy and is 100% so he can go on Sunday. I mean, what was that practice like? What's that? Good God, man. Uh, today. Half the damn I mean, teams I mean, had, I'm, I mean, glad, I'm glad no, Nick and Love you've been talking about 69 guys, rotating 69 guys. It's through. really about the 69. No Tunzel. No, I mean, I mean, that was – I mean, any, any of the who's who didn't practice today. And and it'd be one thing if it was like injury and Jerry Hughes and, and Mario Addison and Malik Collins are, are listed injury but or is is non injury related. These other guys are injury designations, like yeah. things that they're they're potentially struggling with. So the Texans are the complete and total crap storm this year. Okay, damn Florio. Um, I, I I do want to send this a shout out real quick. Is the Stephen Nelson like this? That that's a bigger thing. He's been really. I won't say really, really good, but for what I thought potentially he would be this year, yeah. Stephen Nelson has been a plus. That's oh, one of the better moves Nick has made right there when you think oh, about that. Sure, I, I think that, I've I mean, been that surprised. Was a, I, I think that was a great pickup. Right now, I didn't think I, – I, I thought he was a, a a top three, you know, NFL corner in your, in your, in your, in your group. Yeah, yeah. But he's been – I, I dare I say I think he I think you could make the argument. No, there's no make the argument. He's been the team's best corner. Yeah, agreed. He's agreed. missed. I mean, because Stingley has, has missed the last four mm-hmm. weeks and probably the fifth. Yeah, no, so I agree. It's a it's a bigger loss. I mean, they put him out there one on one with Amari Cooper. Now 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 um, Deshaun was throwing the ball into the ground, but they put him out there one on one Amari Cooper, and he wasn't just getting left. He wasn't getting dominated. Oh, and he! I mean, I, I think I think Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, and AJ Brown tried him early in that ball game down the sideline on a go route. Yeah. Um, I, I, this was obviously preseason, but but I remember Debo Samuel, uh, Debo Samuel the, the the 49ers, Trey Lance, I think it was tried pit, tried him he? on a, on a go route. Um, yeah, I, I think it's safe to say that all things considered, that Stephen Nelson has been the team's best corner. I thought he's a great pickup, great pickup by Nick Casario, no question. Yeah, good, uh, good for good for him. But uh, we'll see, boy. If they got they got him out this week, as you said, boy, we got start we got to start really looking at this practice squad to see what kind of corners they have to potentially pull up. Five o'clock fire. Some news around the NFL that is interesting, Clint. One, the NFL is discussing ejections on roughing the passer penalties and also 
discussing reviewing roughing the passer penalties. And uh, this is uh, – we've talked about this a bit. I am not somebody who loves uh, who loves stoppage and who loves replays. But what we're seeing now and how, how they have changed games, these penalties, and, and the, um, the amount of ways that you can rough a passer – I think this is a fair thing. The defense, uh, listen, the defenses get screwed over the last 20, 25 years and how the rules are constructed in the game anyway. They want it to be more free-flowing in an offensive game. You got to give them this one. Like, if, you, if you're going to make it to where you basically can't hit a guy, you got to give, give him this one because there have been a couple of games where literally the game's been changed on a call where you're like, if they had another look at that, I, I think they would have a different decision. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's gotten out of control, man. I mean, it, it, and to not have the ability to to slow it down and take a, a second look at, at something that it wouldn't take 15 or 20 seconds to, to look at uh, that is such a game-changing type of play, I, I, th- I think is crazy. I'm glad that they're discussing uh, the rough and the passer penalties. I'm glad they're, they're discussing reviewing them. Um, I mean, think about it. The, the, the low hit to the quarterback was a player tripped. Was a player pushed? If yeah. if if the ref doesn't see it clearly, he's going to throw the flag. But it, okay, that that that's, that changes the game. And it gets missed. Like sometimes they oh, get it yeah. right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sometimes they'll catch it and see yeah. what happens. But, but sometimes when, when a guy jumps up to block a pass and he, and he comes down the quarterback's face mask, I mean, was it intentional? Was it, you know, what was his intent? What, what was his intent? Was was his intent to hurt the quarterback, hit the quarterback? Or was it a glancing, just glancing finger to the face mask? Like, what was it? Um, the other one, this, the, the new one's even more more difficult. Like, the whole, put, you know, dropping all your body weight on a quarterback. There, there was, um, who did I say it was earlier? It was somebody on Justin Herbert. Oh, it was, it was uh, Jaden Daniel, Jaden Phillips, the, the kid uh, at, at, with the Dolphins. I mean, he sacks, he sacks Justin Herbert and... I mean, they they throw a flag for him not bracing himself, and it was it was just a terrible call, and it changed the game. You talked about uh, what's the Chris Chris uh, Chris Jones Chris and, Jones on on uh, who was it on? Oh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr when football. he when he when he stripped the football from him, sacked him, stripped the football from him, was literally had the football in his hands why he couldn't brace himself from following the quarterback, and a penalty negated all of that. Like that that can't be. It was a ten point swing. They, right, that Grady can't Jarrett, be. Grady Jarrett against. Brady early in the year the same way they got off the field they were about to get the ball back with a chance to win the game and that sealed the game that play there I yeah I I think they have they got to give them yeah I mean it just can't it can't end there's got to be a better way now does the NFL how do they how do they execute the plan do they go out there and make Mike make a mockery of it the way they did with interview or interviewing with reviewing PIs or do they actually try to put try to implement it in a way that it'll work that it depends on how they execute it, but this is something that I think has to change. We've all been screwed, whether it's a bet or our team winning. We've all been screwed by some kind of bogus roughing the passer call, and it's getting out of control. 
Also in the NFL, uh, NFL executive Big Pete O'Reilly says the NFL will not play a game in Mexico next year because the stadium will undergo renovations for the World Cup, thus likely two games in Germany. No football because they got to prepare for the football, huh? Yeah, I, I played. I played Mexico City, uh, and I played in uh, Tokyo. Tokyo, Japan. Um, super cool experience. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know that from a player's perspective that there's there. Now maybe there is now, but back then there wasn't a big difference. I mean, you go down there, they keep you pretty pretty tight to the hotel. Uh, they keep you pretty close to the stadium. You go down there, play a game, and bounce. So I don't think this is a big deal. For the players, now it may be a big deal for relations in terms of, of marketing the 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 shield, if you will, the NFL yeah. uh, in, in Mexico, and and so it may be may be a little bit of a hiccup there. But I know from the players' perspective and the coaches' perspective, man, um, it, there, there's not a whole hell of a lot of difference. Five o'clock fire. Just that travel. All right, um, we all uh, we all have uh, been mourning the last two days the uh, the death of. Uh, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach, uh, but this is a uh, this is coming out. It was a this feels a little quick. Um, sources say Mississippi State and defensive coordinator Zach Arnett have agreed to terms to make him the school's next head football coach. He's expected to receive a four-year contract, which he has not signed yet. But those reports are coming out. So we talked a bit. We said it'll be far down the line. I mean, far. We said this yesterday. Be far down the line when they start to look at who the next head coach is and yeah. who would that be. And it looks like hell that they've already they've already made a decision there. And Zach Arnett apparently, I think you were saying this, somebody that may kind of keep what they were building going, and he's somebody off the the Mike Leach staff. Yeah, I just I think when you when you look at at like the realistic expectations for. Uh, Mississippi State. I, I think you've got to look at what Mike Leach had going on, and and think that this team was heading in in the right direction. I mean, I, and and any time you can avoid completely blowing up a a program and changing leadership, culture, scheme of everything you do, then then I think that's the best the best route to go. And and this particular team obviously being shook with uh, with this news from of Mike Leach. I, you know, it's golly, man. It, it it makes sense to hire from within. I just can't believe they did it so as quickly, as quick man. as they did. I mean, you're talking about an eight and four season with losses to LSU, Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia. It's only four teams that you lost to. You can argue you, you maybe you should have beat Kentucky in a down year, um, but man, what what a season uh, Mike Leach had had at at, uh, at Mississippi State. You got to believe that that you don't go out there and win eight ball games and uh, get this thing moving in the right direction, and and not have some pretty deep roots built in in uh, in Starkville. So, yeah, I mean them them Zach Arnett, a guy that's been in the building, a guy that's familiar with all the cultures and and inner workings and players and everything that's going on in that in that program. Uh, good move again. Just damn, I mean that's a, that's a little quick, man. Right? I thought we yeah, that's that's awfully quick. I mean, I, yeah, that's the way money. Yeah, it's whew. wow. Okay, uh, well they knew where they. I mean. There you go. Hopefully he holds it holds it down. They're uh, they're going to continue and they're dedicating their uh, their bowl game when they face Illinois. They're dedicating their bowl game to uh, obviously Coach Mike Leach. But 
Looks like Zach Arnett will be the new new head coach. You said they've come to terms. That is official now. Yeah, I don't have any numbers, but just a few seconds ago, Adam Schefter said Mississippi State and defensive coordinator Zach Arnett have agreed to terms to make him the school's next head football coach. So the, the, the interesting, this is one to watch. And uh, with the bowl game, right? I mean, because this is, you, you think about Mike Leach and the kind of dude he was and the way he coached ball. And what all could be possible for Mississippi State and Brett Bielema at Illinois as well. I mean, but but Mississippi State, what all would be possible for them to 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 honor Mike Leach? I don't know. I don't know what a Mike Leach coach football team. I don't know the the, the highest number of passes ever thrown in a ball game by a Mike Leach <laughs> coach football team. But I bet it's in the eighties in, in terms of attempts. To, can they go break that? You think he's sort of, you have to look that up. You think he's he's gotten over 80? Oh, yeah. In a game past attempts? Absolutely. 80? Absolutely, yeah. Attempts? Yes. 80 attempts? Yes. I would have said six, high 60s is what I would have no, guessed. No, I, 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 bet there, I bet there's 80. I'm going to go 82. You also thought USC won like 40 Heisman <laughs> trophies. I said 20, and it was eight. <laughs> but the point being, show is Ash like, hat. I mean, the point being is like how, I mean, you know, he was known as the Pirates. So, so do they come out with Pirates, you know, some kind of logo on their helmets or something? You know something. where they're playing. Somebody came where up with playing? a cool design they're playing, for that. They're playing at, the Raymond, at Raymond James. Are they really? Where the big Pirate oh, ship is wow. set right there. That's someone, I mean, someone out there came out with a really cool concept for the helmets to have like a Pirate flag, but in those Mississippi State colors. Yes. I don't know if they'll do it, but it's floating around Twitter. I mean, that, that, that is that – is, I mean, how, that, how they honor Mike Leach is going to be super cool. I didn't even think times. about the damn – I didn't even think yeah, about the – that big I, ship is right oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that could be fun, man. Yeah, it could be. But uh, they've uh, they've agreed uh, to terms with the new head coach. Will is it Will Arnett? No, that's Zach. Will Arnett is the uh, is, is an actor from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he was also married to a girl on Friends for a long time. Was he really? Courtney Cox. Really? They changed the opening was... credits for a couple of scenes to where her name said Courtney Cox Arnett. I thought she was with Arquette. Zach was. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was this David. coach was. I'm pretty sure it was, it was David. a different guy. I don't no, know. No, 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 not the coach. I think it was David Orkett. Okay, you're probably right. <laughs> you said that with pure confidence. I mean, it sounded right. I'm pretty sure. Arkett, Arnett, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Arkett, who won, who won the WCW World Championship when the, when it was really going down to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, I think that's who that was. All right, coming up. All right, we 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 talked briefly about uh, one of the players who. Who, uh, who didn't practice today. Well, we've got to give you more news on one of the best players for the Texans. We'll do that coming up next on The Drive. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. Uh, as we talked about in the last segment to start, get you, getting you caught up on the uh, injury report. 
Clint, we didn't really get to go into this one. This is uh, we told you that uh, Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks with the calf did not practice today, but there was more to the report earlier today from Aaron Wilson, Clint, and Tyler, and the uh, and the Drive family. Brandon Cooks is uh, not only not practicing today, but uh, he's not expected to play on Sunday. You know what? It's already yeah. out on oh. Wednesday. Yeah, we know what you're saying. We know what you're saying. We know what you're doing. We see what you're doing. As uh, as 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 one would say, oh, we see you. We see you, Brandon Cook. <laughs> I said, we see you. What's we that off of? I need to get your refreshment. We see what you're doing. I can't remember right now. Something I've used in my life. <laughs> we saw, oh, yeah, we see, we damn sure see your ass. Um, we wondered if Brandon Cooks was going to play the rest of the year. If that, if that was a possible God, when he came out, remember when he came out and held and held up court in the locker room and just gave us, I mean, 12, 12 minutes of just letting it ride and getting you know his, almost his his pure feelings. I said, boy, you think you you don't think he'd pull off a Laramie Tunzel and just ride this sucker on out? And Clint, if this is true, when which Aaron Wilson says he's not expected to play. On Sunday, that's three straight ball games. He gonna play these last three at potentially one twelve and one. Come on, man, he's he he is he's about to play this thing and ride it all the way out. Yeah, look, I, I think I, I I just wonder. For me, it's one of those deals where is this the organization? Yes, you know, bending the knee to Brandon Cooks and just allowing him to kind of uh, dictate what the hell he's gonna do. Um, is this a repeat of what Laramie Tunsil did last year? Where I mean, hell, last I heard, David Culley told us he was in the he was in the weight room working out, trying to get in shape, like game shape. And the next thing you know, we never heard, we never saw him again. Um, is the organization allowing him to do this and 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 really agreeing to do this to keep him healthy so they can trade him in the off season? Like I, I'm curious to know or see which hell we may never know what's going on with Brandon Cooks, but. Boy, you talk about a major shift in in um, uh, the, the way a player's handled, the way a player approaches the game and his team, a major shift in, in leadership in the organization. It sure seems like Brandon Cooks has taken the, um, the approach of he's he's all but out. Oh, yeah, he's out. I, he's checked out. I. Listen, and as we said it a couple of weeks ago, I, I or maybe it was last week, I, I don't need to see him anymore. So I, I mean, I'm good with it. I just think it's it's it, it's comical. Like as Lovey said Monday, you know, we get a couple of our guys back, Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins. Yeah, yeah. pretty simple. Get a couple of our guys back. But I think the point you made here in this in this thing that I think is very important. Brandon Cooks being out, like I said, I don't need to see him any longer. You're one eleven and one. That that's fine. Hell, they were uh, uh, Amari Rogers was as productive as. Hell, it feels like in some games that Brandon Cooks was. And we damn sure know ain't nobody had no 10 catches, 124 yards like like Chris Chris Moore, so they weren't productive. But I think it is a big part. Is is the organization involved in this decision? Like that's because if the organization is involved in this decision, then that's a different thing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.